You didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. It felt off. It felt real it's off. Okay. I didn't hear anyone's, which meant that, it, that I heard my clap at the same time. But it's mine. It's whatever. It's okay. I, f- I feel like either me or Jacob will figure that part Every out. Every time we, I say the clap is off, pretty is like, I don't really need the clap anyway. It, it doesn't really help. Or something along those lines. It, it helps no me sense. a little bit, but it's not a big deal. All right. Hello and welcome back to the Bourbon and Brothers podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Andrew Hovecamp. Happy DMM, Disney Movie Marathon Week. How's it going, guys? And on an episode that we're not even talking about Disney, I feel oh, like. Oh, I'm, I'm going to work it in. Yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, Kevin Reynolds. Uh, I am also here, and Christmas is over, and it's amazing. Uh, end of end of things. Well, Christmas is over it's, when they're as listening a, yeah, to as this. The pot, yeah. 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 And we're it's no longer talking at this about moment Christmas for us. on in, this podcast, which we did in that for case, what felt like forever. Uh, Disney Movie Marathon was great, guys. We had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> predicting the future. No, I'm just saying. By the time you're listening, it, it's both. It's neither Christmas nor not Christmas. <laughs> it's like the dot of the eye of Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> I, I actually saw a TikTok of that one, and Chidi's like, "That the dot mm-hmm. broke me. It it broke me. That's the one. <laughs> That's the yep. It broke me. <laughs> and Jacob's not here tonight. Um, he is off doing Jacob things yet again. He went to uh, tonight. We went to Festival of Lights at the Cincinnati Zoo, and uh, uh, the entire time, uh, my son Declan wanted to hold his hand instead of mine or Lauren's. Um, and I can't remember what he kept calling Jacob, but it was like E-Bob or something like that. So we can call him E-Bob from now on um, because that's what Declan thinks his name is. Does Declan think, think that Jacob is Harry Potter? Because that's pretty close. You know, he says the words Harry Potter, peanut butter, Jacob. All of those things are basically <laughs> the same word to him. Um, so, yeah, uh, Declan is is not... Um, not the best at linguistics at this moment in his life. I know someone that can help. <laughs> yes, I know Allison. He he's a two-year-old. He doesn't need a speech therapist. He's learning words. Okay, that is not, that is not always true. Oftentimes, you can tell, like, two-year-olds do require speech therapy if they are um, behind. He did the other day. Um, he dropped his cup and goes, sit, which he's picked up from Lauren saying... Uh, another word when she drops things mm. or um, that's the pit. So we're <laughs> yep. uh, <laughs> we're working on that. Uh, not with Declan. We're working on that with Lauren. Uh, not cussing around you our two year old. About Lauren sometimes. <laughs> that is excellent. Flynn, I just noticed you took a drink of whiskey. Yes. So tonight uh, I am drinking um, a bottle that Kevin got me. It is the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey Single Barrel. Um, This is a housewarming gift. Kevin, usually these Russell's are around 10 years old. This does not have an age statement on it, um, which is which is odd. I've read the whole label. There's a lot of words on the label. It is delicious. I know you tried it um, at Taryn's birthday party. Um, it is it is very good. Russell's Reserve single barrels are always phenomenal, um, but this this rye whiskey is is fantastic. So thank you for that. I thought it said ten years on the label. There is no age statement at all on this on this label that I'm looking at. Also also I'd like okay. to point out that Russell's ten year is aged ten years. I don't think they advertise it that is. all of their products are usually about ten years old. I think they just run yeah, the gamut with, of normal when, amounts when they're, of when they're doing, aging. Yeah, when they're doing you know. single barrels, they they tend to you know age it and, and taste it along the aging process and when it's ready it's ready. So usually they don't try to to True. It was a, that was a about a sixty dollar bottle, so it costs roughly double what Russell's ten year costs. Um, Which usually Russell's single barrels are around sixty to yeah, seventy, yeah. so that's that's in line with their bourbons right, as well. Right, it's, it's also, very good though. It's I, also I do a like way, Russell's way better housewarming gift than Kevin got me. So, <laughs> is it? I got you Clomet. Oh, you did. 
<laughs> I was like, I got you at like a sixty dollar <laughs> bottle mind. of bourbon. Never Why mind. It is a very <laughs> comparable gift to what Kevin got me. I forgot I've been in this house for multiple years. <laughs> Come on, you redid your floors. You don't get bourbon for redoing your floors. Okay. No, there's a new, I have a new house guest. Okay, does that count? <laughs> no. <laughs> your house was plenty warm. It's it's very cold now. Let me tell you what I'm drinking. I am drinking uh, a new one. Uh, uh, I'm sure none of us have had it because it came out for the first time uh, last weekend. I went to the grand opening. Uh, If you follow us on the Instagrams, you saw some footage of it. The grand opening of the Knox Joseph Distillery, which is at the uh, Over the Rhine OTR Still House in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Michelle Hobbs, the woman who owns the place, owns the distillery and venue, uh, it's like a concert venue, indoor-outdoor space. There's, like, food there, which is pretty cool, great cocktails. They do a couple vodkas, a couple gins. One of the gins is called a golden gin. Um, they're working with a Ph.D. in mixology and um, chemistry, who, uh, spirit chemistry, who's making it. Um, you know, she, Michelle's an entrepreneur, so, right? So she says stuff to Dr. Tom, like, I want you to make me a gin that thinks it's a bourbon. And that birthed this sort of honey-flavored golden gin, which is phenomenal. You can sit down and sip it, and I hate gin. Um, but the other thing that they have is their, their new whiskey that they've come out with is called James Scott Blended Whiskey. Um, it's a beautiful bottle. It's meant to sort of sit on the liquor store shelf like a book. Um, really interesting stuff. But this blended whiskey is unlike anything I've ever had before. It's a, um, it's a blend of 71% grain neutral spirits, 6% potato neutral spirits, 21% straight bourbon whiskey that is seven years old, and 2% bourbon whiskey that is two years old, which is what they've been making there. Um, it's, it's so mellow, but filled with like uh, floral fruit notes. Um, I get a lot of that um, in this, I, I don't know when it's going to hit shelves, but the venue is incredible. Um, and it's beautiful in there, especially the, uh, the pot still they've got in the middle of the room is just phenomenal and gorgeous. And the spirits there are fantastic. So I'd really recommend when you're in town, it's open. I think it's open three to 11 on weekdays. Um, and then weekends is probably a little bit longer cause they are doing like a Saturday brunch there. But I would really recommend the OTR Still House, Knox Joseph Distillery, and James Scott Blended Whiskey from them is, is really, really interesting. Unlike anything I've ever had before, but uh, really, really phenomenal. It's only 80 proof, um, so it's super, like I said, super mellow. Um, but well, so Flynn can really, use it really for really hydration. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Flynn, yes. Flynn will use it to, like, brush his I'll teeth. I'll drink that at work. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's under 90 proof. It's actually not even alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. If it's forty percent alcohol, is basically you know drinking water. Um, so we're zero for two on drinking bourbon so far. Uh, Hope Camp, are you drinking bourbon? I am drinking Woodford Reserve wheat whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I am not. Uh, I was in the liquor store today, like I'll just pick up something kind of maybe a little different or something, and I saw the wheat whiskey. And I remember I've had a Bernheim wheat whiskey, which I think is out of Beam. Um, I like that, a and lot. I really like that. So I was like, Woodford makes quality stuff. I bet theirs is pretty tasty too. I don't think it's aged as long. There's no age profile on it, um, but it's a little bit rougher. But it is quite flavorful and delicious. It is 52% wheat, 20% malt, 20% corn, and 8% rye. Um, and and if you're not going to put corn as the primary um, grain i'm definitely in favor of wheat so mm-hmm. i do enjoy the flavors of it but it is a little bit drier a little bit rougher than i think the bernheim is if you're looking for maybe this type of different and something a little bit more smooth to the palate if you're nasty um but big surprise pretty what are you drinking <laughs> he's not absent he's just late yeah <laughs> classic pretty just late um i uh i'm actually i am drinking a bourbon tonight Oh, you're a coward. <laughs> I know. I'm a coward. Uh I'm uh I'm actually sipping on um Bluff Springs straight bourbon whiskey. Uh this is a bottle. It's from my parents. Um 
uh, collection, but I got it for my dad for like Father's Day last year or something, and he never opened it. Uh, so then uh, just this last weekend, I was like, hey, we're going to open this. And we opened it and tried it. And uh, it's not bad. Um, it's definitely, uh, I think it was like a once, bought the bottle once, don't need to buy it again. Um, I can't remember how much I got it for. It was maybe around the $30 price point. And it definitely, it, it could be a $30 bottle, but there are definitely better $30 bottles. What did you Solid. say that was? Bluff? Bluff Springs Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. Is that a Kentucky bourbon? Mm-hmm. Um, where's it out of? I don't have the bottle with me because I just brought up the little sampler. Um, uh, I'll get back on more information. But, um, yeah, no, it's pretty solid. It's just not, I mean, it's not my uh, my favorite type of bourbon for $30. But, yeah, it's not bad. Anyways, Flynn. Unless I missed it since I was late. What are we doing tonight? Nicely done. Nicely done. So um, tonight we're going to lead off with a segment um, that is going to... We're going to talk a little bit about some holiday stuff uh, now that Christmas has passed. Uh, And then we're going to go into... um, what are we going to go into? Oh, it's a, a ranking, a little bit of ranking system um, of, of some movies of a fantastic actor um, that, that we'll go into. So, Kevin, would you like to introduce Beyond the Bourbon? Beyond, Beyond the Bourbon. Sure. Um, Beyond the Bourbon uh, is where we try to spend some time with our uh, loyal and, uh, and some not-so-loyal pods. Um, talking with them a little bit more about us. So, um, you know, I'd be interested, like Flynn said, we're, we're past the dreadful Christmas season. Um, we'd be interested to hear from you guys just a little bit about your, you know, highlight reel of Christmases gone past. Um, be curious, what is the best Christmas gift you've ever received? I can start us off. Um, when I was a kid, uh, my, I, I was an only grandson or only grandchild on one side of my family. And so um, I tended to get really spoiled by that set of grandparents. And so we go over to their house every Christmas Eve. Um, and when I was a kid, you know, they had this, I got there this Christmas and they had this huge pile of presents. They all, they, they kind of did the, the, coordination of this this person gets this wrapping paper this person gets that wrapping paper so you don't have to do tags you just hand them out really easy and this giant pile was all for me and i was like what is this i don't know what all of this is so i started opening it up and there's like a tube and then there's some rocks and uh, a net and i was like what what am I getting? So I open up all these individually wrapped pieces uh, and I'm looking at it. And as a kid, I don't know what this is. And I, I look at my grandparents. I'm like, what did you get me? I, I, I was thankful, but at the same time, very confused about what they got me. And then they bring out this giant fish tank. And it was all of these accoutrements for the fish tank and all of the, the you know, pumps and tubes and rocks and everything like that. I was very excited because I I got to raise fish and stuff like that. Um, So that was probably my favorite gift of all time because of how they presented it as a gift. It was all these little individually wrapped things that turned into this bigger thing as a surprise at the end. It was really cool. Nice. Um, Yeah, that's, that is obviously very fun. Uh, And and you did this voluntarily? Like, did you want to raise fish? Did you lose your fantasy football league? Like, what was the... I wasn't playing fantasy football back when I was, you know, six. Um, But, you know, I was was very voluntary about it. Now, the first fish I got um, had diseases from Walmart, and they ended up dying uh, within, like, two days. And I was very mortified by that, but ended up getting better at at raising goldfish. (laughs) Sounds like it was just a lesson in, like, mortality... Uh, for your young self, yeah, that's really yeah. what the Christmas gift yeah. was. Yep. Um, I could. I was trying to think back of like, what is a gift? Did I play with the most, or like, as an adult, what have been the best gifts? But um, I think you probably my don't even remember. Anywhere. You don't remember gifts that you were given right. often. You know, you just spend. Um, 
you know, like this year, grandma got you something exciting and you're like, well, she didn't get me anything last year. Well, maybe she did and you just forgot. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Hope Camp, um, that's, a, that's a dig on you not remembering the housewarming present that Kevin got you, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> it's been years ago. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things... Yeah, his uh, grandfather, Kevin, didn't get him anything for a housewarming gift. Uh, I think that the one that I remember the most is Supervan City, which, if you don't remember Supervan City is an RV that opens up into a whole city for your micro machines. Oh, that's and, dude, uh, I remember that commercial on TV. Amazing. Yes, you could drag race them. So I wow. was doing Fast and Furious stuff long before Vin Diesel. Um, that you just <laughs> go through the city. And, you know, I, of course, had like the, all the other micro machines and tanks and all this other stuff. But it was just, I just feel like I got way more use out of that one than anything I can remember, save for what I do as adults, which is just love my stocking stuffers of socks or, oh, those are, the, that's that T-shirt that I wanted. Um, you know, my sister and I get tickets to Loose City from my mom every year for, for Christmas. Um, that's a lot of fun to spend time with my sister all the time. So maybe that's up there. But as far as just sort of what's a fun little thing, I think Supervan City is going to take the cake. Mm. Mm. Nice. I'll uh, I'll keep mine pretty brief. Um, so uh, growing up, uh, myself and the other grandsons of my grandma and grandpa, uh, we'd all get the same gift. Um, and uh, this is definitely um, the gift itself that we got this particular year. I do not recall. However... My grandfather did do a um, uh, in order to get this the gift. Uh, this was going into our thirteenth birthday year or thirteenth year. Um, he all he gave us each this book. Decom was. Did you turn into a mermaid? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I imagine he uh, turned into a mermaid. Gave gave us this book uh, called How to Be a Gentleman, and in order to receive our Christmas present from him, we had to answer correctly at least like seven questions out of this book. And it was just kind of like an oral quiz, like in front of the entire family. Uh, it was, uh, it was intimidating and, but, uh, quite rewarding. If I remember maybe that year, it was like a paintball, like a trip to go do some paintball. I can't remember exactly. The, the important thing was the experience of opening the gift or receiving it. Not so much the gift itself. Mm -hmm. I, I, um, you know, I think we've said I have a December birthday. And so I, I think the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about like coolest present that I remember being really excited about was when I got Game Boy Color. Um, nice. Because Game Boy Color, when it came out, you could, yes. you didn't have to, like when you're on a road trip um, later uh, over the summer or over Christmas, you didn't have to like play Game Boy in the streetlights as you passed by waiting every five or six seconds while you were driving because oh it wasn't backlit. Game Boy Color was the one that it was backlit, so you could play it all the time. And batteries lasted a little bit longer in it, which meant that they lasted like six hours instead of four. So Game Boy Color was awesome. But as I'm recalling it out loud, I'm pretty sure I got it on my birthday and not Christmas, so it doesn't count for this. The, one that, the ones that always come to mind for me are when like you came downstairs at my house, there was usually a gift that you could see when you got down that was left unwrapped. Um, like one year it was a guitar case that obviously had a guitar in it. One year it was a bike and, and those were awesome. But the one as a kid I remember just losing my mind on was this little tent <laughs> that was like Batman. Like it was a Batman tent. And I just remember coming downstairs going, like, uh, like, no other gifts mattered because I had this little tent that I could barely fit in. Because it wasn't like a tent you could go camping in. It was like this small little tent that, like, a, a, a youth could just sit in. I mean, like, for me, it was like I was in college and I could still fit in it. But, um, see, that's me taking the joke before you guys have a chance to get there. Um, so, like, it was 30 really, years ago? Yeah, 30 years ago. Really well just... done. Really well done. Um <laughs> But no, I, I thought I remember that was a really cool gift. Um, but let's, you know, we've talked about how I can't stand the commercials of Christmas. So let's let's shift that around. What is the best gift you've ever given? I think this one for me, uh, what made this one 
the first one that came to my mind was because of the like unexpected randomness that I nailed it this year for Christmas. I'm not the best gift giver in my family, especially when I'm not going off a list or whenever someone's like, hey, get me this exact thing. I can do that. Uh, and I love that. But most of the time, uh, I need at least some guidance. And I had no guidance on what to get my mom. And I walked into an office uh, Christmas party one year and, and a coworker had uh, some like meatballs in a crock pot that was a San Francisco 49ers crock pot. And I was like, where did you get that? I bet my mom would love a Steelers one. Um, and she gives me Steelers <laughs> stuff all the time. She has like Steelers stuff. Like my, I have a set of Steelers knives. I have like 16 Steelers blankets. Uh, it's, she loves the, oh, you 16? can do this in Steelers. Um, so I was like, I, I'm just going to get her a crock pot. I don't even understand. This is just, this is just happening. So I get her a crock pot. I give it to her. She loves this crock pot. She's like, it's got the handles. It's so much better than mine. This is exactly what I didn't know I wanted. And she uses it constantly. She brings it over everywhere. It is the perfect traveling crock pot. It's way better than whatever one she had. I don't understand, but apparently I just bought the best crock pot ever. And it says Steelers. And so my mom is just, it's probably the gift she's gotten the most use out of um, that's ever been given. And I had nothing to go off of. So I've been taking victory laps on that one for several years now. There you go. There you go. I'll chime in on this. You just give her a card every Christmas that you're like, remember that time that I got you the Steelers crock pot? It also you're worked. welcome. It still. also worked because they were they were late getting it to me. It was supposed to arrive on like December 20th and it arrived in like January. So I showed her a picture. So then they were like, here's like $35 of credit to the website. And I was like, I don't want anything from this website. So I gave that to my mom too. And she got like really cool novelty mugs afterwards too. And so it was really a, a two for one at that point. Nice, nice. Uh, mine, real quick, was actually the uh, one of my favorites that I gave to uh, my family last year. Um, I I gave them all books, and my argument with this uh, was, and I, I kind of picked out a different book based on uh, what everyone would like, but uh, I had noticed that uh, my family had been spending a lot of time, like you know, down in the screens on the phone, especially my parents. My parents are really bad about it. So, uh, so I got them physical books and, uh, kind of challenged them all on, you know, reading their books and, um, it worked. Uh, my mom was very elated. She then passed her book on to somebody else. So I think I've now started a little bit of a tradition. So now I think I have to go get them books again this year, or I guess I would have already gotten it since this releases after Christmas. Anyways, that was my answer books. But but it hasn't happened yet. Did you get them books already for Christmas? No, no, not yet. What percentage of your Christmas shopping is done? Zero. <laughs> Pretty. It's uh, December twenty first at nine nine thirty p.m. Uh huh. That is I, amazing. How you the, feeling? Totally fine. The books thing I got it on Christmas Eve last how, year. This is how he lives. Yeah. This is this is how he experiences the world. Yeah. That's great. It's amazing. Anyway. So Jacob, the yes. I, I'll answer the the former question for for Declan um, because you gave him I think the coolest gift anyone's ever. You and Kevin have given Declan two of the coolest things uh -oh. that Declan has received in his life. Kevin got him a rattle that's uh, that's in the shape <laughs> of a Thor's hammer that yes. says Declan is worthy. Really cool. cool. Uh, but Jacob, uh, as as his godfather for his baptism, gave Declan a rosary blessing by the Pope, oh, yeah. which was really cool. Um, I mean, that's no Thor's hammer, but it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, Hope Camp, you better step up your game for God's son. Did it Sam. have his name on the rosary? No, it didn't. Okay, well, then, would, all right. Would okay. you rather have something that was blessed by Odin or the Pope? <laughs> They're basically One's a conduit. One, um, is, one is the chief god, you know. <laughs> just saying. So just saying. You, you two, you two have given some cool gifts to my son. Uh, my favorite gift I ever gave, though, my wife and I each year. Um, a little backstory: I I very much dislike um, 
decorations in our home that don't have any meaning to them. You know, if you just go to the at-home store and just buy a random picture, that's the stuff I, I hate. I, I like things to have meaning, including the tree. Uh, so the Christmas tree, all of our ornaments have some type of meaning. I don't want to just put a bunch of little balls on the tree and, and make it look pretty. <laughs> I want all of the Christmas ornaments to have some sort of meaning. And so Lauren and I each year um, get each other a ornament and present it before Christmas while we're decorating the, the tree, something that, you know, means something over the last year to our relationship or whatever. Um, so this one particular year, um, Lauren was obsessed and still is with the show Hamilton. And it, it was before it came out on Disney plus it was, you know, in, in the height of, you can't get tickets to it. Um, it wasn't traveling. And so I bought Lauren tickets to go see Hamilton. And so I got her an ornament that had, the word Hamilton on it and the date on which we were going to see it the next year. And, and she's looking at the ornament and she sees the date and she was like, what's this date? And I was like, well, it's the date we have tickets for it. And she literally started weeping. Uh, it was so, such a cool thing. Like I couldn't hand her some, like I can't hand her the musical Hamilton, but I could give it in, in the form of that gift, which is really cool. I think that is adorable, but back, you back to how much Hamilton. That's adorable, but back to how much better my present was than Pretty's. When when the hammer came in the mail, Flynn and Lauren had to post on Facebook asking who gave it to Declan because the return address just said Asgard. I didn't. It wasn't from me. Um, it was yeah, from you did do that. Asgard. So okay. it was completely anonymous. Uh, Kristen spoiled it by going. Yeah, Kristen, let us know. Um, doesn't Sam have something very similar to this, Kevin? Because I bought one for my son too. Um, <laughs> Is Asgard but, just shipping these all over the place? What is going on? It's <laughs> pretty, pretty good. There's variants of, you know, of his hammer all over the place, okay? Okay. Well, let's shift on. to. So this is probably coming out after New Year's, but so but right now we're recording it prior to Christmas. So what are, is, are, are any of you intending on making New Year's resolutions this year? No. No, I think they're – I think that nobody tends to – hold on to a new year's resolution. The only resolution I ever make is to try to be a better person. Oh man, Flynn. You fail at that. You haven't tried I know. once since we started this podcast to be better. Hey. I don't I don't know okay. that I two episodes that have released, one of them is Flynn has no moral compass. You aren't even pretending <laughs> to do it to us. <laughs> listen, listen. The key word is try. And I don't have to be a better person. I just have to give it a little bit of effort. And sometimes I think about, am I doing this just to piss them off? And then I say, yeah. And I'm like, should I do it? And I say, no. And then I do it anyway. Um, and that's me trying to be better. It, it, it's not me being better. It's me trying to be better. Do or do not. A, it, there is no try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Listen to Yoda. Stop being a twat, Flynn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, Yoda, what kind of resolutions are you making? Uh, I oh, I, no, that's cowardly. Do the whole do the whole segment in Yoda voice now. <laughs> resolutions I have made have been long time coming. But recently, resolution was made of proposing to Cat. Yeah, it's going to get real bad. fry my... Well, you were... <laughs> You were also talking <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that wasn't Yoda's uh, the words that Yoda uses. You were just talking in broken English. I mean, it's 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 tough sort to sort of like drunk Kermit. Um, <laughs> Kermit, a little, little, little Gonzo thrown in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going to say the the difference between Muppets and Yoda is very subtle. Well, it's both Frank Oz, so you know. Anyways, anyways, fun fact for you. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. The last resolution, because I, I think I wrote it like for three years in a row on uh, Kristen's little resolution napkins of proposing to Kat. And I finally did it. So then I was like, all right, that means the next resolution I do. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I set a bar for myself. I knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. So I'm done. You should try punctuality. That would be a great resolution. <laughs> yeah, it would. But, you know, you got to leave people wanting more. So I don't know where I was okay. going with that. I think uh, on on Kristen's napkins, uh, this was two years ago. I had just repeated as league champion. 
and uh, I will win the league was, again. <laughs> and it was like, what's your resolution? I was like, I hate resolutions. And I wrote three Pete. And then I won the league for a third consecutive year. And so that was probably the most triumphant uh, New Year's resolution. But uh, last year, uh, it quarantine and I, mostly at the uh, suggestion of quarantine, put made 21 resolutions because it'd be 21. And I struggled to get past like four. They were all garden related. Um, I don't have that much. I mean, this was creating the garden. So now I don't have 22 things to do to the garden anymore. So I don't know if we're going to do 22. It's going to be a real struggle if we do. But I do think they're a good thing to just sort of conceptualize. Hey, what are some things you want to do this year? Uh, but I think that people will inevitably always lose interest. Okay. I'm giving up Diet Coke. I um, I'm giving I up soft you. drinks. Don't um, believe Flynn <laughs> Flynn is gonna be able to hold me accountable here because he sees me at work. But I, I, don't I you're gonna do it. Though. I do it all the time on January first. I just say no more soft drinks this year, and I make it sometimes all the way to uh, January fifth. Sometimes I make it further than that, but um, this year we'll see how far I go. But I'm giving up soft drinks again, um, mostly because. Um, Kidney stones scare the crap out of me. And it's like if you drink a couple soft drinks a day, um, you're just going to get kidney stones, and they're going to be bad. And I don't want that. So I'm sure damage has been done already, but I'm going to I'm gonna do some work and see what I can make happen. So no soft drinks for Kevin in 2022. You had appendicitis already. How much worse can a kidney stone be? Yeah. I think it's fine. Just drink the Cokes. Kidney stones are terrible. Um, but Hove Camp, I'd like to bring it back to the league. Um, two minutes. Two minutes. I have a con- I'd like to also turn this into a slight confessions segment. Uh oh. Um, Here we go. Because as league champion, we are presented with two. Soon trophies. to be former. Okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. I might make the playoffs. Uh, Probably not because DK Metcalf is terrible. I know, I know. Uh, I've been not, watching. It's not going to happen. Um, so as as league champion, you're presented with two trophies: a giant trophy with the names emblazoned on it, um, and then a a bottle opener of a woman in a red bikini, busty woman, um, whose whose ass is the bottle opener. Um, and I'm ashamed to say that in the move from one house to the next, um, she has gone missing. This has steerits written all over it. Listen, listen. They hid her in a freezer at New Year's. (laughs) You think that this wasn't the opportunity where she goes, that's getting misplaced. (laughs) Listen, I've, I've, I've interrogated her. It seems like she's telling the truth. Um, And it's called lying. You're, that's a good lie. You, you seem to be telling the truth, but actually you're not. She has found, so she has found a website that sells them. Exact the exact one what did or she a blonde one. What did she Google to 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 do that? <laughs> she, I think she Googled um, red bikini busty bottle opener and she scrolled until she found it. It's a British website, so it's going to be quite expensive. I feel like to get it shipped. I but I just wanted to let you all know that I'm looking into how to replace this the bottle opener. This was a stepbrother of the pod, Daniel C. Slack addition to this where we we were discussing like this trophy and this, that, and the other. And we've been using this stupid bottle opener. We were like 24 at the time. Uh, and he was like, this is like the trophy. This is who we worship. This is her. And we looked at it and said, sure, we can pass that around. And so I just Googled what you told me to Google and, 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 Kristen would not be happy with the results that I'm receiving. <laughs> Listen, she said that she scrolled for a long time. You might want to put that in safe mode. <laughs> I'll send you the link because there's also a, a pink bikini blonde woman um, that we can purchase instead if that's what we're interested in um, from Great Britain. I'm you, interested you in only the one. I think she's like got that from like a foreign country. You need to find her. I, I've looked. I have... I have looked in every crevice of this new house, and I cannot find her. So um, she will be replaced if I cannot, and I'm going to continue. I just wanted to, to let you all know as a confession 
with this beyond the bourbon. Pretty irreplaceable. It's pretty irreplaceable. But it's okay. very irreplaceable. That's probably we'll a, good, that a good... This is why we don't let Say Next People win the title. I can only do so much, guys. We just... Yeah. I, I think he should be banished from the league. That's that's my first well, reaction. In the he's moment, definitely not, he's definitely not picking reaction. in the first round next year. We'll discuss further punishments beyond that. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> absurd. Well, it's probably time to move on, though. I feel like you've gotten some look beyond the bourbon. Um, we got a lot it's time to rank some stuff. Yeah. So, um, yep. A little bit of ranking. Yeah, we so are. So I, I introduced Beyond the Bourbon when Pretty was supposed to because Flynn didn't read the show sheet. So obviously um, I'm Flynn. supposed to introduce this then since you're yeah. supposed to. Go for it. So uh, so with uh, this podcast is Rank Edition. Insert drop now. This podcast is Rank. Ew. We are looking at uh, one of the greatest actors of our time. Uh, actually, isn't he like the top grossing like um, like actor or something? Maybe I, I'm crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Probably not, but who rose, cares? rose to stardom back in the early <laughs> 90s. Uh, well, sorry, late 80s, early 90s uh, with one Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, we're going to be looking at Will Smith movies and ranking them in order. Um, I'm not sure this order that Kevin set. I'm sure there's a reasoning behind it. So, Kevin, why did you put me, Flynn, Hovecamp, you? What's the reason? Uh, a couple things. I did it reverse age order. Okay. Um, <laughs> I also did it because I usually put myself last in the things where I'm most confident that I know more than you all for. Um, I... Um, I won't prove it now, but I probably could um, with uh, a day's worth of prep. But I'm pretty sure. So my mother uh, didn't let me listen to rap lyrics that had cursing in them. So uh, growing up, I know I learned the words to every single Will Smith song that has ever been released uh, because he never cussed in any of his rap songs. And doesn't he say? That was, doesn't he cuss in Miami? No. No. There is no parental advisory version of any Will Smith song. That's well, that doesn't released. mean there's not a cuss word. Not a cuss word in it. There's not. I need you to prove it. I don't. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> no, I want. I want Kevin to sing it right now. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to do that. But um, <laughs> but I'll just say this: I probably could um, with, with phenomenal accuracy. Um, but I, because of that, he became one of my absolute favorite actors, and so I, I think I've seen everything he's done. Um, I probably have really passionate stances on. Damn, you this. look sexy. That is a lyric yeah, in Miami. I think if the lyrics in the Bible, it's not a cuss word. But okay, I don't think the Bible has "damn you look sexy" in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also D A M N, so I don't know. But I don't know, Mary Magdalene. Woof. <laughs> so anyway, so I, no, no, I want to explore is this. That, some is more. that a word written in Flynn? Red? Please describe Mary Magdalene to us. <laughs> Um, Cat played damn, she looks sexy. <laughs> and Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Want to move on? Um, so that's why, pretty. I put I put myself last because I am probably the most passionate and most knowledgeable about Will Smith movies. Fair, I mean, fair so, point. Um, Except for and I think obviously rap lyrics, because he says the word damn. Okay, uh, so this is interesting. So uh, I I I love Will Smith in all of his movies. Um, I don't think I've seen a Will Smith movie that I did not enjoy and he is one of those people that i think uh spans across genre as well from comedy action and dramatic as well um just to put some clarifying things out there we are just looking at will smith movies correct so we are yes. any any tv related thing whatsoever gone correct so that being said i am uh i've got the first pick i'm putting this up uh because while I don't think it was necessarily his uh, most stretched out, difficult performance in terms of like uh, acting chops, I think it's kind of what put him a little bit more on the map and kind of made everybody be like, oh, this guy can do some comedy stuff, but he can also be a little bit more serious and, and uh, kind of take us, takes him a little bit past just the action star. Um, plus it was also one of the biggest blockbusters of that year. Uh, Number one's Independence Day. Absolutely agree. Number one on my list as well. It was also like his third movie, so I'm not sure that it moved him past or 
out of any. Oh, I don't. I don't agree with genre. anything he said. I don't think anything he <laughs> said was came, nonsense. You but came Independence to Day the is right the answer. <laughs> Pretty. Are you taking this? So I'm viewing this as closer to Adam Sandler movies rankings than Robin Williams' greatest performance rankings. Oh, because okay. So like best, uh, best films. Th- that's how I, that's how I view it because I think he's I think Will Smith is in some bad movies. Sure. Um, yep. Yep. But some of them are just iconic. Um, doesn't mean he's bad in them. But I, so I'm just saying that's how I'm viewing this. Okay. You can take it however you want. Good but, to know. No, um, no, 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 no. That's good to know. But I, know. I agree. Independence Day at, at number one. Makes but at some point, Kevin's going to get irate because we did something that was slightly different than that idea that he's got in his mind. So he's just getting ahead of it. Yeah. What I do. Yes. Just what I do. <laughs> yep. All right. Flynn? Number two, Men in Black. Yep. But at four, I'll accept it at two. Which, hilariously, Men in Black was actually his next feature film after Independence Day. So. Which... The Men in Black ride at Universal Studios oh, it's so is great. actually really it's fun. Very fun. And that actually yeah. is a rap song that Kevin was allowed to listen to, I think. So. Oh, well. I don't know that he was allowed to see the PG-13 movie. It's it's not the best movie uh, theme song, rap song from a film, but the best movie theme song, rap song probably shouldn't make this list because the movie's atrocious. No, no, but, it will. We're talking it about will. It's making what are we, what are we hiding it's making about the list. what we're talking about? What's with the secret? It's 100% Clearly making the list. we're talking about Wild Wild West, and it is a much better <laughs> rap song than Men in Black. It is. It's, it's making how many, is how many movies did he write a like rap theme song for? Bunch. In his early days, it was like the perk of casting him. It's <laughs> like, ooh, we're gonna get a song out of this. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay. Okay. I'll let it. I'll let that stay. Hope. What's three? So I actually really kind of struggled with some of these because it's one of those. Will Smith is one of those weird actors that he is phenomenal. His sorry. Russell Wilson just threw an interception trying to give DK Metcalf a touchdown. Um, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Darn. Okay, but I can't make the playoffs somewhat in a little bit better. Guess I'll lose this week. Um, All right, go on. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is like when you look at some of the dramatic roles, you're like, I don't, that's not my favorite dramatic movie. Yes, it's good. Yes, he's done some good stuff in it. When you look at his action stuff, I'm like, those. It's not my favorite action movie. So I don't think he ever reaches, maybe with the exception of Independence Day, top tier of the category of movie that he's in. But he's top tier all the time. So I don't know. It's it's one of those. I just struggled with the movies because I think we're not describing great movies all the time. But I'm going to go with, for three, the movie that definitely requires him to do the most work because it's just him. Uh, and he put, produced a good movie, and that's I Am Legend. I Am yep. Legend, yeah. Yes. I have that at That was three. between that and uh, and Men in Black. That's so. really well I'm done. Um, so, and nobody's used any cards yet, which is interesting, but everyone's giving good answers. Um, three of my top four have been named already, Independence Day, Men in Black, and I Am Legend. The one that I have is number two over um, I Am Legend and Men in Black is The Legend of Bagger Vance. Uh, that is a fantastic movie. It doesn't always come to mind when people think Will Smith movies, but he's a main character. He is quite literally Bagger Vance. And that movie is incredible. The, the writing and acting start to finish is phenomenal. It's, it's to me that same kind of thing. And don't crawl all over me when I'd say the words, remember the Titans here, but... It's in that Remember the Titans-like category where if I'm scrolling through channels and it's on, I just stop scrolling because this is what I want to keep watching. Um, so Legend also, of Bagger Vance think, 4. Uh, I think it's based on a Hindu myth as well, which is kind of wild. There's a lot of there's a lot of different backstory with Legend of Bagger Vance. That, I, that isn't one that I've heard, but there's a lot of things. So I, I'm absolutely a big fan. It should be at 4. Um, I am going to challenge... Um, because I think that while the movie I didn't love, his acting performance in Pursuit of Happiness is phenomenal. Well, it's an incredible movie. It's what I have at five. You're crazy if you don't think that the movie's amazing. And you're right, his acting performance is incredible. Uh, yeah, I didn't love the movie, but his acting is is just top-notch. Well, the movie's, the movie's beautiful. It is, it is the <laughs> text of the Bhagavad Gita. The Legend of Bagger Vance is based on, vague, like loosely. So we're looking at either Legend of Bagger Vance or Pursuit of Happiness for number four. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hove Camp, what's your thoughts? I don't know that I really have them distinguished on my list. I didn't really make a clear <laughs> list of this. They're both on my 12 movies that I wrote down. Um, I appreciate both of them for what they are. Will Smith is uh, Will Smith in both of them. So uh, I may let the numbers decide, but if you can, if either of them can legit convince me, or maybe you can convince me why you're voting one way pretty, uh, I will, I will uh, be swayed. Pursuit of <laughs> happiness. Did you flip a coin? <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> all right. All right. Let's double this up. <laughs> <laughs> no, screw it. I'm going banger pants. <laughs> All right. Numbers it Never is. Never go against the Hindus. That's what I've learned. Numbers it is. <laughs> I'm challenging, so I text. No. Who? No. Hope can't text the number to pretty. Hope Flynn has pretty. to choose the number. You just... We've done this so many times, and I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. Never once have we realized what the proper technique is here. I do have a fancy coin that I could flip now from a fun fun speakeasy bar. From a from a probability standpoint, Flynn has to get one of these right at some point. <laughs> Number uh, has been, been received. It's been, it's been text. Okay. <sighs> gotta get one right at some point. Two. You gotta get one right at some point. <laughs> it's one. <laughs> I... So, it's, Legend of Bagger Vance like to say stands. I'm so good at this, but Flynn is just so, so bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> even when, Kevin wins even when he's not doing anything. He had zero, he I, was the only I one that had them, nothing to do with that. I get them wrong because I think about it. If I were just think of the one number that just came in my head, I would get like half of them right. You would think but of the one I number that came it. in your head? Yeah, yeah, you would. You would. Yeah. Pretty, do the right thing at five. Pursuit Which is of what, happiness. Just, I was gonna say, put pursuit of happiness up. Is that it? It's fine. I mean, they were. For me, on this this Will Smith one, there's like the top three we nailed. Then there's kind of a middle tier that I'm like, eh, it could be in any order. And then there's get ready the for Shark Tale. Right. Exactly. Uh, no, we're not gonna be that. We're <laughs> not gonna be that basis. No. So damn it, pursuit of happiness is in <laughs> at five. Uh, Flynn to you. Uh, Suicide Squad. Ooh. No, this is Flynn trying to make us spend stuff. Is it though? I mean, I don't know. Suicide Squad. He was. He was. He was probably the second best aspect of that movie. The movie DeMarco was Robbie. atrocious. Uh, Stop it. His performance as Deadshot, or uh, yeah, his performance is very good. And Margot um, Robbie as and he worked really Tony well Penn. with Margot Robbie. Yeah. I was kind of shocked that they didn't bring him back for the reboot. To be honest. Um. So I'm gonna challenge though. It's dangerous. No, it's not. Uh, I'm gonna challenge with focus. Another Will Smith and Margot God. Robbie team up. See, no, this is why I said it was dangerous. Now we have to choose between two terrible movies <laughs> that he's in that he wishes he was never in. Kevin, you were, we're supposed to. You were supposed to stall. Squad. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't stall long enough, but. But he spoke first, and he chose challenge. I'm not going to do this table talk <laughs> that Flynn does all the time where he says, someone ought to do something pretty because I'm going to not do something if you do something. No, this is crap. Now we have to put focus or Suicide Squad on this list, and that's terrible. That is, it terrible. is terrible. I mean, it's I wrote down it 12 movies, and neither of them were on it. Same. Same here. I put. There are multiple <laughs> bad boys on my list. Yes, there are two <laughs> different movies. There are two different movies that have three different sequels uh, that are better than both of those pieces. <laughs> I mean, Men in Black two and three should be on this list as well. But uh, I actually feel very strongly that this is the worst challenge you've ever done. And I don't have this these lists so in front of me, but I really do think that you were like, "Oh, Flynn put up a crappy movie, so now I can put up something." That is worthy of the. All you have to do is just be worthy of the list, and you chose a movie oh. that I think might lose to Flynn's crappy movie. Yes, yes. Focus is that bad. Wow. I fell asleep in it the first two times I watched it. I tried to put it on the third time, and it was one of the first fights Kristen and I got in as a married couple. She was like, "No, you're not starting that movie again. We, I have watched you fall asleep to it twice in a row. No." And she usually falls asleep before I do. That's how bad that movie is. Focus sucks. Okay. Flynn I'm, wins. I'm, I'm so <laughs> upset that, that you just 
watch you say that you watch Bones and Castle and all these shows that Kristen <laughs> falls asleep to, and that's why that's why you love them and they belong on these lists. And as soon as you got a movie, you're just like, you're right, I shouldn't watch that. <laughs> I think you just like Bones and Castle and these crappy, just network TV crime dramas Bones that are is pretty pumping good. out. Bones is pretty good. I do like Bones. I do like Castle. I do like crappy network crime dramas. What are we? It what does, are we voting it, on? I think I'm Suicide Squad, and I hate. Yeah, that's no. what wins. Suicide oh. Squad wins, and it's so bad. It's I hate so Suicide. Bad. I, I didn't enjoy a second of it. I watched the new one. And I was like, this also sucks. And I don't know if it sucks because they made the first one or if it sucks because it sucks. But they both suck. The villain, the villainous scene in particular in Suicide Squad, it reminds me of the CGI version of um, Dane Underfoot, I believe is the uh, dwarf's name in the Battle of the Five Armies. And (laughs) that is the most offensive CGI that I've seen. Until I think Suicide Squad. I, it, they're just both so bad. I guess we're doing Suicide Squad. We have to. It's not as in, it's not as offensive CGI as anything that happened in The Matrix Reloaded with Agent Smith. But yeah, I, I agree with you. That's bad. Um, pointing it out because I'm switching to a Kentucky straight bourbon. Um, Maker's I. Mark 101. The uh, limited proof uh, release. Uh, our friend Joe uh, gave this to me as a gift. And um, I know... Uh, it's above 100 proof, but Flynn will still say that he hates Maker's Mark and that it's overpriced. But this is a delicious, delicious pour. Um, you know, I tried it at your house, and it's 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 better than normal Maker's Mark. But I I, ha- I was debating buying it for weeks, and after trying it, I, I don't think I need to buy it. I at six. Here's, here's what I'm gonna do at seven, though, and I I respect a challenge on this, but I think. The fact that all of the people on this podcast that matter in rankings and 75% of the full podcast are from Louisville. (laughs) I have to put Ali on the list. If nothing else is like a litmus test to see where, what we're going to do with it. I think it's seven. It's fine. But if it is fine, it's, but it's, it's a, it's a good enough movie. Will Smith's good enough in it. And it's about the Louisville lip himself. So I think it, I, I can't imagine that I would let this list go without putting Muhammad Ali on it. Yep. It makes Suicide Squad at six so much more offensive, um, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it there. I think there would be a couple of movies I could put above it for sure, but I'm very... I have just four want, movies, I I have four movies above list. it, but I, I'm fine with it there. Yep. Okay, Kevin, are we at eight now? We are, and here's what's annoying. Um... There are two incredible performances by Will Smith and two incredible movies by Will Smith that both need to be on this list, and they are the next two in line on my rankings. They are incredible. We've only got. They will either be vetoed or challenged by some of you because you haven't seen them, and that's annoying to me because they're superb. Will Smith's greatest acting performance ever is in the movie Seven Pounds. Oh, totally Seven is. Pounds is phenomenal. Yeah. And it's, I have it at six. I would like to put it here at eight. The next movie, well, I won't say that because that's cheating. So Seven Pounds is what should be here at eight. It, it, If we were doing his best performances, it would be number one. If we're doing best movies, eight is sort of fine. But it needs to make this list. Flynn, I'm sure, hasn't seen it. Hubcamp, I don't know if you've seen it. I actually have not. But it, it's so good. It is and I very just good. Need, I need you to trust me when I say it's so good. It's quite good. So, Hubcamp, you have both your challenge and a, and a veto. I have a veto. Yep. I also can't tell you more about it without, without spoiling it, which is why I have to say you have to trust me, because the big twist at the end makes it even better. Yes, agreed. I understand that this and The Pursuit of Happiness were sort of his big, dramatic, kind of pinnacle of I can do yeah. this and I've, I've got yeah. good performances here. Um, I also, based on what I know about really both of those movies, but in particular this one, is that his performance didn't necessarily miss the mark, but maybe the movie wasn't as good as, as we'd all hoped it would be. So I don't know what to do with that. That is not true. Challenge. You challenge, then. You still have both your stuff. I don't have a challenge. 
What'd you challenge? Oh, Legend of Mega Vans. Okay. Okay. I'll challenge with the movie that I did want to put up there because I do still have a solid veto card up here. I think I'm going to get Flynn with this one. I, I, I think iRobot should be here. Oh, my God. No. Oh. Oh. oh, this is tough. Flynn, what are you voting? Because I have seen both of these. And I will say that his acting performance is phenomenal in Seven Pounds. But Kevin's not approaching this as best performance. But so is iRobot. He's good in no, that, too. No, it's not. He is not good in that. iRobot sucks. I... I have seen one of these movies, <laughs> and I have seen iRobot, so I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for iRobot because I've seen it. I'm going seven Dig pounds, it. so it's going to the number. Okay, so Kevin and Pretty text it out, and I'll choose it. Wait, why do we text it out? No, no, no. It's Pretty and Flynn. Flynn, 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 Flynn texts text it out. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. We we do this every time. We okay, do this every time. You've noticed. I Numbers actually remembered it right in my head, and then forgot that you had done that seven pounds is so much better than irobot two one oh thank god damn it is number eight all right so seven pounds is number eight so i've got number nine all right jacob's up irobot (laughs) veto okay (laughs) it'll never be more powerful than at nine jacob do you have a veto left i do Okay, so me, Hope Camp, and Jake Ball have vetoes. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin still, still got a challenge. <laughs> I'm going, um, what's going to stick? I got I gotta, I gotta to oh, think man. of what the two movies I want left on this list are. <laughs> uh, there are... I'm going to go with my heart, and it's Men in Black 3. Mm. Going with my heart. I do think it's better than Men in Black 2. You get Josh Brolin in it, which is cool. This is number nine. Nine. Veto. Okay. Good. Both. And I cannot pick MIB3 or iRobot. You got to pick Wild Wild West. That's what it's got to be. Could, could pick Wild Wild West. <laughs> Flynn is, that's what Flynn wants to do. I think that's what Flynn's gunning for. Um, I would love for Wild Wild West, because I'm the only one that can do anything about it. Or, and so it's either you choose a movie that I want on the list, or Kevin gets to choose. I don't know. I, we all there's still a lot of vetoes left, and there's two two spots left. Say, anyway, there's a lot of stuff left. There's also um, Hancock. Oh, Hope Camp, you still have a veto as well. Mm-hmm. I said it was. I almost come put up. Hancock up there. I said it was going to come up, and it's going to come up now. I'm not going to nominate it because we did too much other stuff that I. But I actually think Will Smith's genie in Aladdin was fine, and that that remake was was a, accomplished its goals. So I will no, not put it, it up. Not. It I will trash, not put it up. Okay. But yeah, I think it was an acceptable live action remake, and Will Smith's performance. He's pulling a Kevin right now. Was the yeah because I, I needed to talk about Disney movies because again DMM it's DMM week so this is where that it was going to terrible. Most That's a terrible take, but I appreciate that you're not putting it up because you know better. What is number nine? I actually only put it on here because I was like I'm going to bring it up. Um, <sighs> Hitch. Whoa. Okay. No way. I'm okay with Hitch at nine. No. Are you serious? Yeah. I am okay with it at nine. You, oh. I am pretty. Can you do I only have two I'm movies out. above I'm it? Out of stuff. I shouldn't have challenged Flynn with Suicide Squad back in the day. You should have challenged something better than Flynn, so you could have yes, had yes. more influence. <laughs> challenged with you. You could have. There were so anything. many movies you could have won that challenge with. Yeah, you, right, you would have won that challenge with Wild Wild West. Just so you know. <laughs> Hope Camp, you stole the veto, would've. right? I do still have a veto. Uh, Kevin still has a veto. And I have, no, I have a, a veto. And Kevin has a challenge, and we're on number 10. No, this well, is nine. Is Hitch sticking at nine? If Hitch, if Hitch sticks at nine, then yes, we're on 10. You do get to, I mean, here's the thing. Someone has to do something right now, or I'm writing it down. So it's it's just Flynn, because Hovecamp nominated it. Well, Kevin can challenge it. Yeah, I'm he's not. He already said he's fine with Hitch at nine. So let me, let me just, who's up now, you Kevin? You your own. I'm up now. I'm going to make a long-winded argument about a movie none of you have seen that's incredible, and someone will veto it, and then you can. And I'm going to veto it, or Hope Game's going to veto it. Can we just go ahead and do that and skip that part? We <laughs> know we what's going to happen. Then we get to Pretty, which is then vetoed by the other one, and then we get to Flynn, who gets or challenged, challenged by Kevin. By Kevin. Once You're not going to get that far. Yep. It, is Hitch, can we just is get Hitch to not? me and Kevin? 
Like, we've already played it out. Is so. Hitch number nine? Flynn, is Hitch yes, nine? Hitch, yes, Hitch is nine. Yes. That's, we've done, Hitch is done nine. did that one. So okay. everyone uses their stuff. No, we have to know which movies are vetoed, though. <laughs> That's true. That's the only reason we got to play this out. All yeah, right. so we're playing it out so that I I nominate one and, and Kevin challenges. All right, okay. But I'm gonna do I, I I reserve time for my long winded thing. So here's what, what I'm is say. can we veto Kevin's diatribe? <laughs> no, you can't. That's I've asked that every single time. Just, I will I use my veto now if Kevin only says his movie. I've tried. And that's it. I've tried, man. You can't try. You can't. Um, Gene Hackman and Will Smith star Enemy in, of the State. An, inc- in an incredible movie called Enemy of the State. Incredible um, is a it's liberal. He's fantastic in the movie. The movie itself it. is amazing. Um, it was one of Will Smith's first non-comedic roles, and he does very well in it. Um, it's better than Bad Boys. It's better than Wild Wild West. It's better than a lot of the movies that are left that deserved. Oh, I'm sorry. Those are the only two left that deserve any love. So that's where I have it at ten. Enemy of the State. Please veto. That wasn't long-winded at all. Well, I, was... I gave you sort of vetoed my long-winded thing. I was going to go more into it <laughs> with the plot points and all the stuff, but it's I just so interjected. Good. You it, just got to throw. Him I know off Flynn hasn't seen game. it. Flynn hasn't seen Enemy of the State. I don't. No, I haven't. I, no, I'm sure. Pretty. Hope Camp, do you want to do it or do you want me to? I was going to say, which one do you want? Do you want Pretties or do you want this one? I want Pretties. I want Pretties. I want to veto Pretty. This this deal only works if you veto pretties. No, I don't trust you. Okay. You either veto this. I'm fine with Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State is this an enjoyable is movie, and if it's on a 10, up. it's fine. So you either veto this, and I'll veto pretties <laughs> shenanigans. You don't get to let you – I'm not going to let you just have pretties shenanigans end up as the final thing here. <laughs> Enemy no of chance. the State is so Am good. Am I really that untrustworthy? Yes, 100%. You have not tried. You, I don't know what bar you set when you first started making this New Year's resolution, <laughs> but you have not come that far. You can't have come that far. <laughs> Listen, it's you December 21st. You can this or it's Enemy of the State. Hey, the, and you, and I'll veto. Fine, I'll <laughs> veto. Fine. Um, I did. I did text Jacob. Put something up funny, and I won't veto it. So you know, you called my bluff. Um, you know, there you go. Uh, you happy? Okay. Uh, thrilled. Fine. Absolutely ecstatic. Pretty. What am I vetoing? Heck, the bitches on. Shark Tale would be great to put here. Shark Tale is racist as. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Shark Tale, so I don't know. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> um, no, uh, the movie that is is a tragedy that it hasn't been in the top five. Wild Wild West. Yeah, that's what you're actually putting up. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm putting up. Okay, veto, veto. Flynn and Kevin. You just caused me out. to not be able to. <laughs> so now Wild Wild West can't make the list. Perfect. All right, which bad boys are we putting on the list, guys? I was gonna say it's bad boys. <laughs> Is it bad boys? Whatever, or bad Flynn's, boys whatever Flynn says, it's bad boys. <laughs> nope, there is still a couple movies that could go on. Also, Hope Camp, how are you going to just like veto Wild Wild West off of this list? What? Because it's a bad movie. It is the, mu- the song is so good. The movie's so bad. No, it's I so have, Walking Spider is here's, just. Here's the thing. I actually do have very fond memories of that movie, um, but I also think I was like nine when I got to watch it, and it was like a an action PG-13 movie that my parents didn't care that I watched. It is... It it's doesn't so hold up. It does it's not so hold up. <laughs> it's so bad. Apparently, I think it was the... It came out at the same time as The Matrix, and he was like, Wild Wild West will be a better franchise, and he chose that movie instead of The Matrix. I think I'm correct. I'm putting that. up Hancock. I'm going to challenge with Bad Boys. <laughs> this is interesting to me. It's bad boys, but it's interesting. <laughs> I agree. He, he, this is what he should have done instead of instead of Suicide Squad. It's going to the you number because I'm picking Hancock. You're absurd. God, Pretty, I'm you text me this. this time. I'm not dealing with this crap where you I'm just receive texts and people choose against me. This. <laughs> this is a problem. I'm gonna lose this so hard. I always lose to Kevin. This is bad. I have nothing bad. to do with this. He was the challenger. Number's been sent. Confirm receipt. Received. One. It is one. Yes. 
course it was one. Beat Kevin. Pretty, so, it, should, also, it shouldn't have been pretty Also, we did it wrong. Kevin is supposed to That's guess. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Kevin, Kevin has I'm to guess. He's the, the challenger. So that, no, no, no. That cannot stand, and we have to do this yeah. again. I will text Pretty. I was going to say, Pretty wanted it to be Hancock. He picked the number. Flynn already said I should just choose one every time earlier in this podcast. Pretty chose one on purpose. That was rigged from the start. I'm supposed to choose. As the challenger, we've done this forever. We've never gotten it right, but we have been consistent. We have um, been consistent. We just it takes us a while to get there. We <laughs> can't do it wrong received. to close this out. It's no, it's so uh of camp, you need to text pretty. Yeah, I did number I said three. Got it. The, We're the good. number We're three or four. No. It is it is one or two. <laughs> nope. It's got to be three or four. One or two's already been taken. How about an X or an O? Ke- Kevin, it's one, one or, or two's two already been, been taken. Sent. I, I agree. One or two's already been taken. And now we're doing it again. And now we're doing it again. Pick one or two. <laughs> one. It is one. That was the only it number was always one tonight. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Bad Boys is number 10. All right, let me recap this list. Oh, wow, wow, West didn't make the list. There's some it issues in the middle, but all in all, it's okay. All right. Uh, Independence Day 1, Men in Black 2, I Am Legend 3, The Legend of Bagger Vance 4, we went Legends back to back, Pursuit of Happiness is 5, really good top 5, Suicide Squad is 6, that's when we get problematic, Ali Ali is 7, that is generous for that movie but respectable because Louisville and Muhammad Ali, 7 Pounds is at 8 because it's incredible, Um, please see it. Uh, Hitch is number nine. The guy who Hitch is based on actually lives in Cincinnati. Um, he looks a lot more like Kevin James than he does look like Will Smith. Is um, it Sean Payton? Because he lives in New Orleans. No, his his name is uh, <laughs> Dave. Um, so, Franco. No. Concepcion. I'll, I'll, I'll remember it. But he, he he's come to he's come to speak at our campus a couple of times. He's he's a funny guy, but he's a fat white dude. Dave Grohl. Um, and uh, Bad Boys, uh, the first, the original, uh, the best is number 10. Okay, so we've ranked um, Will Smith films. I don't think we need to do shout-outs because we kind of talked through the ones that deserve any credibility. Um, yep, yep. Men in Black 3 over Men in Black 2, I agree with. Happy with Wild Wild West being mentioned because of the music, not the movie. Um, Bad Boys 2, um, really, really well done. I would have preferred iRobot on the list, but um, only only over Suicide Squad am I upset. So, if it's off, if it was, if it were off the list and a different movie were up there instead of Suicide Squad, I would feel better about it. But I think iRobot's very good. That's fair. Flynn, are we doing anything else tonight? Is that it? Are we done? Have we have we have we exhausted the nonsense? I think I think that that's what everyone asked for. Oh, they didn't ask for any of it. No one, Pods, you all didn't ask for any of it. We gave it to you anyway. Sorry about it. There it was. Have a drink on us, and we will see you next week, which will probably be after Groundhog Day or whatever Kevin wants to talk about next. <laughs> Happy New Year. It's a Bill Murray movie. Bill Top Dude. Bill Murray movies ever. Groundhog <laughs> that Day. That's an actual That's That's a list. Ghostbusters. That's a good list. We really might want to go. Okay. We yep. might want to go scores of Bill Murray movies at that point. Love you. Good night. Goodbye.